Taking off in five, four, three, two. Yeah, so we were just about to jump into a fucking conversation about, uh, you know, the, uh, you know, and everybody's always hating on Game of Thrones and uh, it's terrible, but it did produce one of the greatest uh, fucking, what do you, what do you call them, sayings or whatever, I guess you would call it saying. Like a saying, a saying yeah, like a Win- phrase or something. Yeah, winter is here. And uh, I think we're going to be saying that a wait, lot. Wait, 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 wait. Isn't it winter is coming? Oh, yeah. You're right. Jeez. Holy <laughs> shit. <laughs> winter is let's here. Re- let's restart this whole thing. <laughs> that, that didn't have the punch. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you fucked it up. Yeah, I really did. I really did. Uh, Winter's arriving soon. <laughs> <laughs> winter will be pulling up in five minutes. ETA. <laughs> um, all right. So, yeah, winter is here. Uh, one you of the you gr- still said it wrong again. Oh, is winter is coming? Damn. <laughs> <laughs> Winter is coming. Winter is coming. Uh, I don't know why I want to say winter is. Oh, I guess because it's like at the end of the show. That's when it was like winter is here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, all right. So uh, that took took the air out of my uh, <laughs> out of my balloon there. But what I was going to say is uh, winter is coming. Okay, that was one of the greatest lines or greatest you know sayings or greatest phrases from a from a TV show. Uh, we're going to be saying that a lot uh, because it's only October. And I'm freezing my fucking nipples off here. Uh, I don't know what the fuck's going on. I don't know if we're hitting some sort of polar vortex. Uh, I don't know if global warming is just, you know, it decided, hey, having a little temper tantrum. Did you like what I did there? Temper tantrum. Global warming. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, you don't, it didn't You don't like my, you don't appreciate It's my, not yet 9 a.m., <laughs> so <laughs> I'm a bit slow. <laughs> um. Yeah, but I was uh, I was uh, I was out the other night, uh, and be, albeit I was, I was off the water a little bit, so I'm sure some of that, that wind off the water was kicking off the uh, water. Yeah. The, the harbor, not the harbor. No, I was in DC. Okay, uh, gotcha. I, I okay. couldn't tell you what water I was uh, right off. Were you of down there. like the wharf area? No, I was. I was, was it La La Infiante or whatever the fuck it's called? I don't know that that stop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you yeah, just I'm, I'm like, not gonna. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I know what you're talking about, but yeah, yeah. I'm not gonna try and pronounce it. True word preach. True word preach. <laughs> it's some shit I can't say. Uh, yeah, um, I was down there, man, and dude, I, I had my little, um, I had my little leather jacket on, dude, and I was like, okay, I'll be straight. Yo, <laughs> I, was, I was, yo, I was fucking uh, zipping that shit up. I never zip it up because I think I look stupid with it zipped up, zipping it up to the fucking top to where people are like, Did you have you? a scarf? I didn't have a scarf. I thought about getting a scarf before I left the fucking house, uh, but I, I didn't. Um, I just was like, ah, I don't need one. Um, no, no, it's not the case. It's going to be a cold ass fucking winter, dude. Yeah. So right it's now, cold right now, <laughs> yeah, right now, obviously we live in the state of Maryland. Yeah. Right, right now it's, it's pre-winter, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we, so we haven't even hit the real the, shit. The last few months of the year, you know, it's like late summer. Then you go into pre-fall. And then summer hits one more time. So you get a post-summer. Yeah. Right? And then, then you go into pre-fall. Right? And yeah. then so on and so on. So right now, we're in pre-winter. We're going to get one more week of fall where it's going to like be warmer, like surprisingly warm. Yeah. Mostly because of global warming. <laughs> um, and then we'll hit yeah. regular winter. Yeah. But it's coming. Dude, yeah. So uh, uh, yesterday I went like thrift shopping a little bit mm-hmm. and I got this dope ass like, uh, what is it? Like camel color long coat. Mm-hmm. You know, those, those like really fresh, uh, not not like the, 
It's like the, the wool ones, like the long wool okay. camel color. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I need to get one of those. Like, I, and I need to get a real like Canada goose, like a, a real <laughs> winter jacket. Yeah. Like if you're, I, I always pump fake all winter. I'm like, ah, you know, <laughs> this, this little thin, thin ass jacket I got. Yeah, it'll be fine. But then winter comes and like I'm freezing my ass off the whole winter. And by the time I'm like, all right, fuck it, I need to go get a real winter coat. It's like the end of February. Yeah. So you don't really need it anymore. Yeah. This year I'm prepared. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I I just think that this winter is gonna be um it's gonna be unusually cold cold this winter. I just I, f- I feel it in the yeah. fucking air. You know, it's like the fucking uh, uh who's that who's that who makes that song? Uh, uh Phil uh, Collins. Phil Collins. Yeah, it's like the Phil Collins song. I feel it in the air coming tonight. Uh, and I can definitely feel winter getting here and my electricity bill going up sky high. Mm, yeah, yeah, you gotta get a space heater and a onesie. That doesn't help. I think that's the greatest trick in the, in, in, in what, history. Space heater, Is space heater save you money? No, they fucking don't because they they eat up fucking megawatts. I don't even know if that's the correct <laughs> measurement. <laughs> I'm guessing. Let's start the fucking show. Ah oh, damn. <laughs> try that again all right this has been a fucking tragic morning of misfirings and missteps let's start that again yo 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 your boy t.o as you know boy o rain real name no games no gimmicks yo this motherfucking fade podcast you jesus fucking christ yo what is going on this morning it's disastrous, dude. It's raining outside. It's Sunday. I don't Games know what's haven't here. started yet. I don't know what's fucking happening. I, I'm, look, I'm trying to do my best here, but yeah. uh, well, during football season, before one p.m., yeah, you know, everything's just kind of a fucking mess, right? Yeah. But when that the when you hear the first kickoff, yeah, that's when everything. Is as it snaps into be. focus. Yeah, that's uh, when you're like, okay, ideally, you know, unless you take here. a loss, yeah, and then, we're here. Uh, then it really doesn't snap into focus. But well, uh, that comes at four o'clock, you know, the winners <laughs> and the losers. But at that one o'clock kickoff sound, yeah. everything before that's kind of like, ah, what the fuck am I? Yeah. What the fuck am I doing? <laughs> What's happening? Here? All right, welcome to the Fade Podcast, your one-stop shop for everything TV, media, and film related, along with any of the goddamn thing we want to talk about. Uh, coming to you live, direct, Hard Studios, Baltimore City. Fuck us up. Yeah, it's been a good weekend. Yeah, it's been a good little a little wavy weekend. Yeah, yeah. Didn't yeah. do too much of this. Yeah, didn't do too much of that. <laughs> I went to go see. Uh, I know we talked about it before. You didn't know who he was, but uh, I went to go see Bon Iver. Uh, his, uh, his he had a show uh, in DC, <clears throat> and um, yeah, it was fucking dope, dude. Fuck that! The lights were amazing. Who is I mean what what genre of music I don't know it's even hard to describe but how I'd probably describe it is like just all, like alternative but like this really sort of like again I can't really describe like what it exactly What was the crowd like was there a lot of like lesbians there were you the only black guy <laughs> I was I was definitely one of the only black guys I yeah. did see the I only know, other, I, know. I, I saw the only other black guy who was there he, Did you guys like no, link up No he did exactly what I love to do whenever I see the one other person don't acknowledge me. <laughs> don't make it a thing don't make it like oh now we're brothers you know no we're not yeah you just you no, go see, about your business i go about mine i always want to be within 10 feet of the other black guy <laughs> yeah. just so you know if it goes down <laughs> you know we can go back to back right and, and fight off our enemies <laughs> what the fuck is the krugless clan gonna uh, like walk in and i mean yes and <laughs> <laughs> that's very likely <laughs> Um, you say that, that like it's <laughs> a fucking impossible no yeah well, and you went to see it in dc yeah it was in dc yeah some motherfucking leftist 
alt right nationalist. White leftist. nationalist. Why, why is, is it leftist? leftist? No, it'd be rightist. It'd be rightist. I don't even know if rightist. I don't is know the fuck the difference between any of these leftists. Fair enough. Yeah, yeah. As you've demonstrated. Right. <laughs> All right. Before we get too uh, too far down that rabbit hole, um, what I wanted to say about it was uh, it was a fucking dope show. Um, it didn't really change my mind about live shows. Uh, I'm not. I'm still not a tremendously big fan of uh, live shows. But uh, but it was fucking dope, dude. And and to be there and to be able to sing along with songs you know, but have it in this very sort of different format than just listening to it on your fucking headphones or some shit. It was dope. Yeah, it was dope. I can yeah, appreciate I, it. I like live shows um, with like string instruments, mm-hmm. but like not like electric, like fucking electric guitar and heavy drums. I like you know like a guitar, fucking violin. Uh, saxophone, like those types of they things. They had all that shit. Yeah. Right. But like they had like the heavy guitar and then the bass. I don't think they had the and heavy the guitar. Drums. Although he, he, because he plays like 8,000 different instruments. So mm-hmm. like I, I'm sure. That's you know what I, I, what I really don't like live? Mm. Drums. Why? Too fucking noisy. Just mm. Turn that shit down. But it, it's an amazing watching a drummer drum though. It's amazing. Yes, yes, Mind it is. Bong, yeah, on YouTube, and to be on, you know, on YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> I just every time, every time I've ever been to a live show where there's been like a fucking drummer, he's just making a whole bunch of noise, and I'm like, yo, this, this is not my scene. But dude, the, the skill it takes to do shit like that is just like it blows my fucking mind, dude. To, and to remain on beat the entire time. Yeah, I, I mean, you know, it. it's incredible. I can't do it. <laughs> the drummer is definitely. I can't even like sing on this on the correct <laughs> tune the entire time, let alone fucking drum. The drummer is usually the most talented one in in the band. I uh, just again YouTube. <laughs> not, I don't want to watch that shit live. Uh, fair enough. Fair enough. All right. Um. All right. Let, let's get right into the goods today. Um. First up, uh, we're gonna talk about uh, some movies coming out this week. Um. Uh. This first movie is entitled The Countdown. Uh, now I'm going to be able to stall here a little bit, uh, in order to pull it up on uh, my Googles here. Cause, uh, I definitely have not done my homework. It's been a weird weekend. Uh, let's see the countdown 2019. Okay. Let's talk about this film that st- for some reason <laughs> still I can't find on here. All right. So, I mean, this to me already sounds like it's been done 23 times before yeah uh, more or less uh, so there's a countdown people are <laughs> on a race against the clock yeah right to live that i mean unless if they didn't have that then they'd be uh they, they would have missed an opportunity there um when a nurse downloads an app that claims to predict the moment a person will die it tells her she only has three days to live uh with the clock ticking in a uh figure haunting her she must find a way to save her life before time runs out so it sounds extremely exciting um directed by justin deck and also written by justin deck starring ian winters elizabeth uh leo and charlie mcdermott okay we can move on yeah very quickly quickly uh, um, give me something completely different in one of these countdown movies well I'll, i'll try to uh well um this particular movie it doesn't look terribly isn't that beck beck from um from uh the the show that was on Netflix, the guy remember the guy he worked at the bookstore. Oh yeah yeah yeah. Oh shit! You know what that? I think that is. It might be. I don't know. Uh, it's hard to tell some of these white women apart from one another. But, yeah, uh, very. It's yeah, yeah. It's getting increasingly <laughs> difficult. Uh yeah, from um you right? Isn't that what that was? Yeah yeah yeah, yeah 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 you. Yeah, with uh the dude from um uh what's the show he was on? 
Gossip, you. Gossip, Gossip Girl. <laughs> he was on Gossip Girl, too? Yeah, yeah. yeah, that's definitely uh, back from the Netflix series You, yeah. who's in this uh, movie, The Countdown. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's got at least one black eye in it, so I guess we can't be that bad on that, or the, we can't say that many bad things about it. Uh, nah, fuck uh, that movie. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, <laughs> all right, on to perhaps a better movie. Um, we have Black and Blue, starring um, a one Tyrese Gibson, uh, as well as... Hold on. I got to start pulling these up beforehand. I feel terrible D- delivering a very low quality. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not giving my <laughs> a, a effort today. Um, yeah. You were supposed to be uh, on top of this, but luckily yeah. I'm here to save the day. Black Naomi and Harris, Naomi yes. Harris. Yep. Uh, uh, as well as Mike Coulter, who yeah. we know from the Netflix series, uh, fucking Luke Cage. Yeah. Well, I, sh- I could have helped you out. I didn't just because no, I, no, I, I, I knew so I was going to get it. I knew I was going to get it. <laughs> and we also have Frank Grillo in this film who yeah, yeah. Uh, we know, we, we know from several Marvel movies. Yeah. Um, this, again, this movie looks good. Yeah. It's uh it's about a rookie uh, police officer in New Orleans who uh, has to balance her identity as a black woman with, uh, with her role as a police officer when she witnesses other police officers committing murder. I feel like that's a very heavy weight, heavy handed way of, saying that like that's it feels like it should be something that's just baked into like the film not something you should put in like the fucking premise maybe but like weird thing it it is very interesting right and i think bright um the netflix film starring will smith kind of uh touched on this right where it's yeah you know there are uh in in that movie there were elves and there were orcs and then there were humans and then there were the police right and the police viewed themselves as entirely different yeah. um in the trailer for this movie like you get that you know the, there's a scene where she's sitting at the table with I, I guess her sergeant or lieutenant and he asked her like you know so you think you're black and basically you know their conversation leads to him saying like you're not black from now on you're blue and that's it that's who you are right yeah. but you know that creates somewhat of a you know, an interesting paradigm between like reality where you are, you, you can be like, you know, a black man, a black woman, a white man, a white woman, Asian man, Asian woman. You, you can be any, your ethnicity and your identity yeah. while still serving your community as a police officer. And to have to like divorce who you are to serve the blue, right? Like what does that do to you, to your psyche while playing this, this, I mean, this position of being, a police officer and authoritative figure, right? Yeah. Uh, so I don't know. I just think this movie is going to address on some really interesting <coughs> things. Yeah. Bigger than, you know, skin color. Yeah. Uh, and it is uh, directed by Dion Taylor and written by Peter A. Dowling. Um, yeah. I think it's a very interesting, maybe not, a, it's kind of a conventional uh, uh, issue, but uh, I, I think I, I'm really excited to see um, Naomi, uh, Harris uh, in this role because I think it's a, uh, unless I'm mistaken it's the first major film that I think she's going to be headlining um, now of course you have Tyrese in it and you know, as you said before Michael Coulter um, but uh, essentially she's the face of this film um, I'm excited to see that because I think she's a very talented actress uh, yeah absolutely and, uh, she's demonstrated more than on a few occasions that she's uh, more than capable of um, you know uh, holding her weight in a film. Yeah. So it, if you've seen the scene. most recent preview too, like she, the action scenes in this movie are intense and she looks like she, you know, has did a lot of the action in this movie. Yeah. And you know, there it's not the, the usual like quick cut scenes. It's real hand to hand combat in this movie. And uh, yeah, I'm excited. This yeah. looks good. And, I mean, Tyrese, 
He's one of my favorite guys. I love Tyrese. Yeah, yeah he, he's not like one of the best actors in Hollywood, but <laughs> it's not terribly talented. But <laughs> usually, like, I mean, like whatever he does uh, is okay. usually good. Whether it's like yeah. Transformers or um, you know, Baby Boy, or his standalone movies that he's done. I don't know. I, I would like to see people like he Tyrese. can't miss. Um, he, he can miss. Uh, he's, can't he's had miss. a few misses. Um, but I would I would like to see people like Tyrese in roles that. And maybe I just don't, I don't know I'm not as familiar with his catalog, but um, you know ever since like Baby Boy uh, and uh, you know like the Too Fast Too Furious, like I, I, not necessarily that he's been typecast, but I mean obviously I guess this movie it would sort of be like he's a little bit typecast in a film. Um, but I would like to see him in just something just drastically different, you know, than I think what we have seen him as. Um, you know, he's like always kind of like the slick talking black guy who you know. Is always sort of like outraged at something like, no, you can't fucking do this. Are you fucking crazy? You wild. Yeah. Like, it's just like, come on, like, let, let, let's get something else. I I, I just want to I feel like he does have something else to offer, but I don't I don't feel like he gets necessarily the roles. And maybe that's what he was kind of talking about when he was and he had that meltdown on uh, uh, on. I don't know if it was YouTube or wherever he released that video on um, <laughs> the what this, do you want do you want? <laughs> uh, no, I think that's he was going through some issues with his like um, baby mom and ch- like custody of his daughter and all that good stuff. But no, yeah, the typecasting. No, is but t- I, I think he he, he addressed other things there. There was yeah. like there was other. Th- I'm not even sure if it was necessary even that same video. But I remember around that same time he was basically, and I think this is when he was pissed at the Rock. The Rock. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I, we were watching a, movie, uh, a clip of uh, Sean Connery, so maybe I just uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> took a bit of his uh, his lingo there. But um, uh, I remember he had the whole thing with The Rock where he didn't want him to do his own standalone, you know, Hobbs and Shaw, uh, and he was pissed about that. Um, and so I, I think he's frustrated with not, you know, be given um, being given certain opportunities in Hollywood. I don't know if obviously I don't I have no I, I don't know Tyrese, so I couldn't tell you for sure, but. Um, but yeah, I, I no, I, I mean that's I that's like definitely true. I mean, like even his uh, character in Transformers, right? Um, the story broke. It was a while ago, but like the director of the film, Michael Bay, was unhappy with Tyrese being casted for this film because Michael Bay thought like, oh, he's too dark and it doesn't look good on 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 screen. And it's like, you know, I highly doubt that that's not a one-off right you know this probably happens often like oh it might be good for this movie but like we don't know if uh, he's a little bit dark for this character yeah this I, i'd like to reply to that by saying first fuck michael bay yeah and i really have nothing else of course yeah. <laughs> that's all you need to say <laughs> um, but either way this movie black and blue uh starring naomi harris mike culture and tyrese gibson frank grillo and reed scott it looks good i'm gonna see this yep all right uh let's uh let's trek forward here um this uh, this next film is interesting, and the only reason why I, I, it kind of caught my eye, um, uh, I'm not really one for Halloween movies, um, but I guess this would be like a horror movie uh, that's um, uh, obviously just in time for Halloween. Um, but the, the, what caught my eye about this is that it, it stars a one CM Punk. I don't know if you know who that is. Isn't he like a wrestler? He was, yes. Yeah. A very, 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 very popular wrestler. Uh, uh, and he you know, famously left the company uh, kind of abruptly. Um, and uh, and so it's been interesting. He, he dabbled a little bit in UFC. 
um, and uh, promptly lost <laughs> both of his matches that he that he had pretty badly. It's actually. a little bit different. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. When the, it's real, those are live. When bullets. you're really yeah. getting punched in the face, <laughs> those are live bullets. Different. Yeah. Um. So, anyways, um. So th- that's what caught my eye about this movie is that uh, you know, CM Punk's uh headlining it. Uh, but this is uh, the girl on the third floor, which uh, is about Don Coke tries to renovate a rundown mansion with a sordid history for his growing family, only to learn that the house has other plans. Uh, and again, the star CM Punk, uh, Tristy Dunn, uh, Sarah Brooks, uh, and is written by Travis Stevens. Or I'm sorry, directed by Travis Stevens and written by Paul uh, Johnston, Johnstone. Johnson, I don't know, whatever, whichever one it is. Is it uh, Johnson with a T in it? Uh, y- yes. Yeah, I hate John anyone Stone. with that last Stone. name, Johnston. But that's John Stone, and it has an E at the end too. Oh shit! Really? Yeah. yeah, yeah. So it's Johnson John with a T and an E at the end. Uh, so J O H N S T O N E. Yeah, this John movie's Stone. not gonna do well. <laughs> <laughs> all right uh but i think it was based on a story by paul johnstone uh, all right let's and- let's take a break here to look at the real life implications of buying or div- uh renovating a haunted house yeah you're, you're pretty much just sinking all of your yeah, money that's a lot of sunken cost yeah yeah <laughs> that's the real no, horror no sooner that you fix something the ghost just kind of fucks it up the ghost fucks it up yeah, yeah, and yeah. then you can't resell that property because yeah. it's haunted yeah so yeah. or 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 here's the thing okay here's the thing maybe you just have to repurpose it right so you, you say okay I bought this. I didn't know it was haunted, but now I, I definitely know it's haunted. You know, um, you turn so what it into do commercial now? property. You, you got to turn it into commercial property. But then your liability insurance has to cover the many people okay. who are going to die <laughs> in this haunted house. Uh, true, true. Uh, but you know, maybe just get people to sign waivers, I guess, and just yeah. Um, but here's what you do. Here's what you do. What is the price of admission? Yeah. Because uh, it has to be like because you're not going to have many one visitors. Soul. One soul. How, how much a soul for soul? A soul. <laughs> This is where the soul stone is. <laughs> but no, yeah. like in real life, let's say you buy a house, right? Sure. And then your goal is to renovate it, you know, flip it and sell it. And you sink money into like mm-hmm. putting up, knocking down a wall, electrical, plumbing, all that shit. Yeah. And then you find out it's haunted by a girl in the attic. Yeah. The the real horror here is how much you're going to owe the bank. Well, I'm assuming that they just let this house go. I'm assuming they wanted to sell it quick. So it's, it's not like. Who the owners? And, and for cheap. Too. Well, who's going to buy it? No, and for cheap. Right, so so even the so you bank, take a loss on it. I mean, if it's haunted, like, what are you gonna do? Are you gonna? I mean, hopefully you break even, but fuck, I, I wouldn't even <laughs> do. Would you wanna? I wouldn't even be worried about <laughs> wait, the wait, girl wait, on wait, the wait. third floor. I'd be like, bitch, I'm, <laughs> I'm on the phone with Wells Fargo right now. <laughs> Come back later, you, you haunted bitch. Unless, unless you can help me uh, get out of yeah, this thirty year yeah. mortgage. <laughs> Are you familiar with with banking and mortgage loans? What if, rates can you go yeah. for? <laughs> if not, what's your credit score? If not, I'll be in bed sleeping later. You can haunt me then. Come, come fucking Is back. Your later. credit score above seven hundred. <laughs> <laughs> you want to co-sign this? <laughs> Just sign here. here, here. <laughs> Initial here. Um, okay. Uh, so yeah, there's that. Um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, I have, and this is open, opening in limited theater, so you know, I, even if we had the chance, we, we or we don't have the chance to go see it. So uh, unless we travel to wherever the fuck it's showing, um, somewhere in Pennsylvania, most likely. Uh, okay, so let, let's move on to uh, streaming. Uh, let, let's talk about uh, what we've got coming out on streaming this week. We'll start with uh, HBO, uh, the very anticipated Watchmen series. 
mm. will be premiering actually today today i do want to see this. today or today what is up with today. you in in these I words I, I don't know i, think I gotta figure this shit out early onset what, what alzheimer's <laughs> or something what is well, how, do you, how do you pronounce it today today but that's not that's not what it is it's today if it had two o's if it was t-o-o-d-a-y it would be two day no, that would be toe day no because toe. toe is t-o-e o-o is two o. no t-o-o is two t-o-e is toe so if it's t-o-o-d-a-y no, okay, it'd be two day they're, they're pronounced the same exact way right so then you have two and two right it's the same thing two with the double o is pronounced the same way as two with one o yeah but I'm ignoring sure that fact that a- helps my argument so i'm going to continue to ignore that <laughs> <laughs> and right. it's today fair enough you know i, I had a conversation <laughs> with somebody the other day um and uh we were we we're working on this project and you know um we're trying to figure things out and then we both slowly came to the realization that we're both terrible at grammar and it was kind of like one of those things where it's like oh, you're terrible at this too me too <laughs> and i felt uh, comforted by that fact i hate i hate when you feel like excluded like or or when you know somebody else is really good at grammar and they know like Look, I and I'm gonna. Oh, you put this. the fucking apostrophe yeah. in the wrong place. Just like, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> oh no, that's a, a comma follows <laughs> the adverb. <laughs> First of all, let's. What's an adverb? Let's start there. Yeah, who knows? <laughs> a descriptive verb, yeah, I guess. What? <laughs> Shrug emoji. <laughs> um, but anyways, uh, Watchmen, um, uh, which. You know, and I'm not going to try to do a whole detailed, uh, you know, analysis of it, but uh, very, very anticipated on HBO. Looks weird as fuck. I'm into it. Yeah, I want to watch it. Uh, okay, then we have uh, Catherine the Great. Uh, it's a miniseries. And then we have Saudi Women's Driving School. I really want to watch this. Is this the one where? Because you know, how in the Middle East, they'd be like uh, drifting cars on two wheels and shit down those huge highways in the desert. I don't think that's this at all. Really. I mean, no. Saudi <laughs> women's driving school. No, so so uh, it's it's like a major thing in Saudi Arabia because uh, they notoriously don't have you know they they restrict women from doing pretty much anything, right? Yeah. Um, so they just allowed women to start driving, and so what country uh, was it? I- Iran or Iraq or mm-hmm. Turkey, Afghanistan? One of those fucking countries. <laughs> All right, just keep listening. Uh, recently. Uh, change the law to allow women to now attend sporting events like women can go to i, th- I think it's a iran because their soccer team has been doing pretty well over the past few years yeah um so they now allow women to attend soccer games i mean they're way way behind in terms of uh gender equality but i, th- I do think this is a good thing right it's it's a positive step forward so shout out to them for being you know 50 uh, years behind. i mean i don't know man i i, I kind of go back and forth about this it's like can you really give somebody a shout out for something that's just like yeah no i mean it, it wasn't like a a real shout out it was like thanks assholes it was one of those types of shout outs yeah like like that's like you know uh uh back when you know women first gained the right to vote uh here here in uh, the u.s um that's like saying it's like saying oh man like the u.s is really like progressive and it's like no motherfucker this yeah. is like the shit that should have been especially since done. Like, when women gained the right to vote it was just white women and then yeah, yeah, <laughs> everybody that, else came yeah. decades later yeah uh, but anyway not necessarily a shout out to them but this is 
a positive thing for women, right? And yeah. Women can now attend sporting events. I, I believe the country's Iran, um, which, you know, what that's going to do to open up other yeah. cultural conversations I, I, I guess is, that's, is positive. That's, that's what... Th- that's the idea of it, right? Is it's like okay, like well, this is just the first step in many steps, and like hopefully it'll end up being like okay, like women can just do everything, and women are yeah, aren't yo, those games before had to be lame as fuck. Yo, really? It's just, <laughs> just dudes, dicks around. That's it. <laughs> you go to hug somebody, you're like, uh, all right. Well, what if you what if you got season tickets, right? Yeah, and you and you go every game, and it's just dudes there. Yeah, that's kind of lame. But also, I mean, I don't super know. fucking lame. I don't know, but like, okay, let's compare it to football, right? Like, um, you watch football with more or less predominantly dudes, right? Like at the stadium, even at the stadium, but you're just watching it in general. I would say at the stadium, it's like seventy percent men, thirty percent women. No, no, I'm talking about you. I'm not talking about the pejorative. Wait, what, what the fuck are you asking me? I'm talking about you. Like, okay, if you're already go to a football game, I'm saying yeah. the person you're going to go with or the people you're going to go with. Are there? Is it mostly dudes or is it mostly dudes? Every now. Like, and then. Let's say you go with like six people, right? Yeah, it's probably going to be like four guys and two women. I'm saying, you're, I think you're missing what I'm asking you. Like the, the person, like, the, like say if you if you have. Like three if, tickets to five, three to, tickets to, 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 to ball game, right? Uh, or three more tickets along with your own. Well, that's an odd number. You gotta do no, an no, I'm even. Saying, I'm, number. I'm saying okay. <laughs> if I have four tickets, <laughs> <laughs> that's why I said the movie. Because uh, odd number is I'm oh gonna get invite two of my homies, right? Yeah, yeah. But that's what I'm saying. Yeah, that, that's so. That's but exactly if it's an even number, I'm gonna invite a lady friend. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna invite one of my homies, yeah. and he could invite his lady friend. Yeah, so, so double date. That's be, what you're basically. Yeah, it would be a fifty-fifty. Okay, all right, fair enough. Yeah, I, 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 but I in say, Iran, you can <laughs> I like, invite I like Mohammed. Iran. Oh God, Let's just back out of Ka- this. Kadir. Let's just back out and of it. Hafi. Oh, yeah, just all right. Moving on very quickly. <laughs> <laughs> but those are very common <laughs> Middle Eastern names. That's like somebody like that's like a white dude talking about black people and be like Jamal. Well, yeah, there's a lot of niggas <laughs> named Jamal. I wouldn't be mad at him. It's pretty accurate. <laughs> We're about to do another story later on. That's like clearly nobody else is uh, but allowed that's the, to make that, that same That's joke. the go-to uh, black guy name. I, I use it all the time, too. Yeah, because it sounds black enough um, you, that it can't be ever, confused yeah. with like a James. or. Have you or, ever met a white guy named Jamal? If I do, he highly conflicts. Yeah, I have guy. a lot of questions. <laughs> Let's start like, from the what, beginning. What, Where did your parents meet? What like what if like his parents are like the cookie cutter, uh, apple pie eating motherfuckers? Just white family, just, just white super vanilla. Mom fucked a black the guy names. on the low. <laughs> no, because what if he's just like this ginger hair, like you know? No, white no, no. Dude. she didn't. He didn't get her pregnant, but she smashed. <laughs> she smashed okay, Jamal. Path, sure. She was like. I just love I, the name. I can never tell my husband <laughs> why I really love this name, but let's name our son Jamal. Henry. We, we want to be more ethnic. <laughs> we we like to be more ethnic. <laughs> more diverse. She starts listening to rap music every now and then. <laughs> this, this chance uh, the rapper. Uh, unless she starts listening to Fuji's, then we might run into a problem. <laughs> um, all right. Uh, we Which have, we'll get to later. Yeah, I know. Right. Uh, we have uh, Room 104, Season 3 premiering on uh, HBO this coming week. Uh, let's move on to Hulu. Uh, we have Castle Rock, Season 2 premiere, uh, as well as uh, Zomb- Zomboat series premiere i'm guessing that's about zombies on a boat that's oh that's the only God. thing I, I could surmise from that 
title. Uh, Should be easy to get away. Uh, what if they're on the boat with you? Do you just you just dive over? What you do you just, do? You just let the life raft down. Okay. Get the fuck off the boat. What about the uh, the sharks? How do you how do you handle the sharks? Stay in the boat. What if it has a leak? Plug the leak. <laughs> <laughs> There's a, there's a solution for everything. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's move on to Amazon. Uh, if you give a mouse a cookie Halloween special, um, then just add magic. Uh, new protectors. Dude, I look, these all sound drastically stupid, but uh, but I am very into Halloween. I don't know what it is. I love Halloween. Yeah, I love it, dude. I love it. I love it. Yo, yeah. th- this year, bro, I think I'm, I think I'm going all in. Yeah. What are you, are you? Are you going to like a party or something or? what's happening whenever people say like as an adult when you say i'm gonna dress up for halloween i always wonder to do what like where are you where are you i going? think i'm gonna go with the oj costume okay fair enough i'm gonna get a glove that doesn't fit <laughs> and his the jersey i'm gonna wear like the the yeah. pads and whatnot you live a very glove dangerous don't life fit, you must quit uh, uh you're, you're all right I, I just just have like one of those like uh vlogging cameras with you so I can just see <laughs> some live stream the whole thing. Go up <laughs> that to every, every white girl I know. Like, <laughs> Jesus. Hey, Twitter world. <laughs> it's me. OJ. It's me, OJ. <laughs> All right. Uh, coming out on Netflix, we have uh, Jenny Slate, uh, Stage Fright. I'm actually going to be very interested to see that because I, I think she's hilarious. Jenny Slate, she's from um, Parks and... Uh, did you, were you the one who didn't watch Parks and Parks Yeah. Park? I've All seen right, one episode. Fair enough. Was not um, thrilled. It's very comparable. Never mind. I'm not even going to get into argument. I, I know it's very yeah. comparable to The Office. Yeah. The Office hit episode one. You know what I mean? No, it didn't. It was it weird. It, it that's wasn't why funny. It, hit. it was just weird. Yeah, that's why it hit. Okay. Uh, I watched. I know I watched two episodes of Parks and Rec, and I was just like, yeah, let me just see what's up with this. Walking nah, I, dead. I think it's. I think Parks. But anyways, uh, Jenny Slate. Uh, so I'm interested to see this because she's. I've never really seen her in any other, and she's like sort of a co- comedic actor. Um, but I've never really seen her, and although she did have the uh, the one film, and I, and I regret that I forget the name of it. Um, but she had it where she played sort of a stand up comic, and but she got pregnant, um, and it sort of goes through her whole thing with that. Um, but anyways, um, also on no, the wasn't she in um, the most recent Venom movie? Oh, yeah, but I promptly forgot about that movie completely. <laughs> I don't know why people are even asking for a sequel to Venom. Like, uh, no, we don't need that. Yeah, so it's uh, very unnecessary. Yes, uh, Aquaman 2 was confirmed, Venom, Venom 2 was confirmed. Yeah, and they said uh, so Spider Man's supposed to be in, in uh, Tom Tom Holland's uh, Spider Man's supposed to be in the, the second Venom. I don't give a shit. It's supposed to be in the second Venom? Shit. Yeah, I don't want to see it. Yeah, Just, I mean, come on. No, we don't. Uh, after Far From Home. No, nah, I'm good. I'm good on both of these. <laughs> no, nah, yeah, I just want to see Spider-Man in the MCU. That's really all I care about. I don't care about anything else outside of that. Maybe Carnage. But here's the thing. They've always done Carnage pretty shitty. Um, although I can't really actually think of any other, any other live action iteration of Carnage that they would have had. But uh, It's easy to fuck Carnage up. Yeah, because it, it, it has could, to be it could done. go from like psychotic to, oh, this is just funny. Like, yeah. This is just, it's like a comedy show. Now, fortunately, we've got the very capable Woody Harrelson. I, with how they set it up, I have, no, yes. I have zero faith. With, 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 <laughs> with what they did at the end of Venom. Yeah. Um, oh, God. Yeah, I have zero faith in that. But I have faith in Woody Harrelson. Uh, look, he very clearly a very talented actor. Uh, but uh, from what I saw at the end of Venom, I, I'm bowing out. 
Uh, I don't care what happens. I'm going um, to lean on the side of optimism here and I'm going to hope Woody doesn't fuck this up because he's been on a good run. Yeah, he he's been hitting as a late he, Hunger he's Games. He's had a weird career, dude. Yeah, he's very had a weird. very he's weird had a weird life where it started out pretty hot. Or I I don't know if it started because he's always seemed like he's like fifty years old. Yeah, know. there was white yeah. man can't jump. Yeah, yeah he, he had he's a always good like run in the nineties. Yeah, very great run in the nineties. Kind of died out in the two thousands and then just had a resurgence. Like yeah, I remember when he did a uh, True Detective, yeah. season one. It was fucking fantastic. Um, uh, he he just had a string of of roles that's like oh my god, this is like this is outstanding. Even though like. It, it sort of had a dip where we kind of forgot him about him for a while. But anyways, let me get through this first. Uh, Ruffix, Lunch, and Dinner, uh, another Netflix uh, original. Dancing with the Birds, uh, Day uh, Daybreak, uh, Brigada Costa del Sol, uh, Brotherhood, Dolomite is My Name, which I am going to watch this week, uh, Greenhouse Academy Season 3, uh, um, The Kominsky Method Season 2, uh, Monzen, uh, and then Nailed It, France, um, and then uh, Prank Encounters, Rattlesnake, and It Takes a Lunatic. All right, done with that. Uh, all right, let's let's uh, let's move forward here uh, with our first main story. The Doolittle trailer? Or with our Doolittle trailer. <laughs> <laughs> um so yeah. this is Robert Downey Jr.'s uh, first film outside of the, uh, or given the recent end to the uh, MCU phase, what was it, phase two? Uh, no, that's like phase three. Phase three? Um, with the movie correctly titled Endgame. Um, so, you know, this is a very big departure from what we've seen him do over the past few years. Mm-hmm. Um, this is a more lighthearted family film. Uh, you know, obviously... Uh, Doolittle, right? Doctor Doolittle, but this is a di- this is a different story uh, than so Eddie Murphy's Doctor Doolittle. Clearly, a different story, but yeah. it's the same premise: a doctor who can talk to animals. Yeah, but I, I feel like this one wasn't the original Doolittle, like a British actor, and then Eddie Murphy's was like the American <laughs> Dude, version. Fuck, of it. I know. I I could give two shits about Doctor Doolittle. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, uh, I mean the 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 visual effects in this film look great. Uh, obviously, they're able to do a lot bigger things here i think they've got him talking to like a fucking uh uh blue whale right they've got him talking to a fucking dragon yeah. the dragon from game of thrones that fell in the ocean <laughs> yeah uh this is this, <laughs> this movie like i'm not gonna fucking see this but like this yeah. movie looks right, like this, this, this might be a good movie to take your uh take your oh yeah to say kids too absolutely mm-hmm. but would i go see this on my own no no absolutely not my daughter would love yeah, this i'd movie, have though. no respect for myself if i did that um okay um so, uh, Doolittle coming out uh, in some other li- date and time that I currently do not see. Uh, but it's, this is coming out, obviously, in 2020. It's supposed to be released uh, January 17th of 2020. Uh, directed by Stephen uh, Gagan, uh, also written by Stephen Gagan, um, as well as uh, Hugh Lofting. It's coming out in January? Uh, yes. This oh, is no, out. baby. We're going to have to wait till April, March. <laughs> Too cold to go see movies in January. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, obviously, uh, just like you mentioned, uh, this, this film is starring uh, Robert Downey Jr. as Dr. John Doolittle himself. Um, and uh, along with it, though, uh, there's just a slew of actors that are uh, voicing uh, a lot of the animals that are in the film uh, from Tom Holland, Remy Malik, um, Emma Thompson, Ray Fiennes. 
um, Marion uh, uh, Coltiard, uh, which I'm, I'm a huge fan of hers, by the way. She 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 doesn't get uh, I think enough credit uh, here in the the U.S. as I, I think she uh, deserves. Um, Selena Gomez, John Cena, just uh, you can go on and on uh, with with how many people are in this film voicing uh, voicing the animals. Um, I still have not figured out who is buying Selena Gomez's music. <laughs> I think she just dropped One a new of the album. Greatest mysteries or in the world. Yeah, that, that's like charting on the billboards or whatever. Yeah, dude, it's just not it's not our world. You know, we need like you know fuck all this like uh, you know political hacking and hacking yep. China. And yeah, we need to figure Russia. out what's going on. With we need to hack fucking Columbia Records. Yeah. Right. Is that who she hacks? Or, you know, uh, maybe I'm making that <laughs> up. We need to hack Spotify, Pandora, yeah. Apple Music to find out the exact names and yeah. addresses of the people who are downloading her music. Yeah. We need to go in, like fucking interview them. Like, yeah. Yo, um, I'm sure they'd be explain like, this decision making. Who's Selena? I don't uh, Selena. Who? Like Selena from back in like the 90s. Is that what you're talking oh, about? Holy <laughs> shit. <laughs> So it's actually Selena Gomez is hacking oh, other shit. users around the world okay. and downloading her music to yeah. their phones. Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah, look. I, what I, did we just stumble upon? I, I mean, I, I got to give her credit. If that's what she's doing, um, then she deserves it, right? Because, you know, that she has to be very uh, uh, technology savvy. Technology savvy. Technology savvy. <laughs> She has to be technologically advanced. Yeah, I, I noticed how you had to take your time with that. As M'Baku. No, remember M'Baku? M'Baku. Uh, from oh, the yeah, Black yeah. Panthers? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, you have given your technological advancements to a child. That was one of the best lines in the movie. Yeah. Uh, okay. I can't believe you don't. <laughs> what? It's the best line in the movie. I don't know. Okay. You're Fair tripping. Enough. Fair enough. Um, yeah, no, she... Uh, anyways, uh... Uh, Doolittle is coming out in January. Uh, we we got the first trailer for. It. What I really noticed about this trailer is, is that there's no um. He speaks very little, and when he does, he's like whispering. I don't know what the fuck's that that's about. I don't, I don't know if that's like on purpose or he's like yes, but uh, how is it going? And yeah. it's like, hmm. well, all right. You know, I didn't because this, the the trailer is so theatrical. I didn't yeah, really notice and it's, that. It, and it's, I, but that, those are the two things that I picked up from the trailer is that they made this like. You know, when I heard they were coming out with another Doolittle, you know, thing, I was like, all right, well, I guess, you know, he's going to be this wacky, you know, fucking physician who's, uh, uh, you know, speaking to, to animals. But then they made this fucking like epic, like it fucking looks like Noah's Ark. Like, is he, you know, gathering two of every animal and are they <laughs> setting sail? Like, <laughs> I, I really don't, uh, I, I don't remember. No, nah, yeah, it, it looks exactly like that. Yeah. What was um, the other movie he did where he was like the detective? Sherlock Holmes. It looks. This movie looks like Sherlock Holmes. It does. Quit that job and, <laughs> and got can hired. Now suddenly, talk to animals. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but anyways, uh, the the premise for it is uh, a physician discovers that he can talk to animals. That's pretty much just the extent of the premise for the film. Um, yeah, I can't say I'm a physician, not a veterinarian. Do they have veterinary vet vet physicians? I see physician. Hmm. Yeah, very interesting. Very yeah. interesting. Now this movie just took a turn. Because what the fuck was he doing with those animals? Yeah, I know. And how did he start? How did he discover he could start talking to animals and not that he's insane? Mm. Yeah, because I'm sure that was very interesting. And how did he convince other people that he's not crazy? Well, although maybe the part of the movie is that they think he's crazy. Um, yeah. 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 Huh. yeah. They can't just be like accepting of it. Like, okay. Okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you can talk to rhin- rhinos and fucking gorillas. 
But I guess okay. if I guess if you tell the gorilla to do something, the gorilla does it. I'm gonna accept it. Fair enough. Yeah, because I mean, yeah, if, if the gorilla does do it and not, you know, smash his brain into like a thousand different yeah, pieces, like, then all okay, right, cool, cool. Yeah, I'm that with makes it. Sense. Yeah. <laughs> all right, let's move on here. Uh, let's move on to um, our next trailer. Uh, we have uh, a second trailer for the uh, bombshell film, um, and uh, this movie is starring a slew of white women. Uh, <laughs> you, you you got that word from me, by the way. Slew. Yeah. yeah. It's a it's a very yeah. commonly used no, no. word. Yeah, yeah, thanks for thanks for taking my words. What um, uh, <laughs> oh, were you gonna say that? No, 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 I, not not right now. But I just I'm just acknowledging that it is my word that you're using. I just wanna I just want to throw that. Slew out there. is your word. <laughs> <laughs> the fuck. Out of here. All right, so we have bombshell. Uh, a group of women decide to take on Fox News. Uh, Fox News's um, head Roger Ailes and the toxic atmosphere um, he presided over the network. Um, we got a lot more detail in terms of uh, what exactly is is, is uh, going on here. Uh, we got to see more of Margot Robbie, and I guess we're going to be m- almost mainly sort of seeing the film through uh, Margot Robbie's character, Kayla uh, Possible, who I can't remember, uh, say that I'm familiar with. I don't know. No, I don't know her story. Yeah, I, I not, and I guess maybe I peripherally maybe i i know about it but i i don't know exactly what happened with her at fox news uh but then you have charlize theron of course as um megan kelly uh and nicole kidman nicole kidman uh nicole kidman as gretchen carlson who weirdly enough charlize theron definitely looks like megan kelly nicole kidman doesn't look anything like gretchen carlson i don't know how they fucked that up yeah (laughs) how do you make one person look exactly like the other person and the other person looks nothing like them yeah it's surprising how much charlize theron looks different it's really weird so much like i I think they they definitely use some sort of cgi they that and they probably have like dentures in that changes her like the length of her jaw I'm or the sure, way her it, jaw rests. But it, it, it was sort of reminiscent to something almost like Gemini Man or like it, it just looked like they had some sort of, yeah. they, they fixed that up in post. Like like what the dentures Remy Malik wore uh, in Queen oh, sure. to play. I think yeah. that's, they may have done something like that with Charlize Theron's character. Yeah. Uh, but anyways, th- this film is uh, directed by uh, Jay Roach uh, and is written by Charles Randolph. Um. And uh, and I'm, it, it opened up with uh, uh, Margot Robbie uh, speaking with um, uh, Kate McKinnon, um, who stars as Jess Star, uh, Jess Carr, um, and they have this really sort of funny sort of like dialogue back and forth with one another, where there she's uh, Jess Carr is essentially explaining what the climate is at Fox News and like what you have to kind of do, and it's like I don't know, it seemed to. Like I can't imagine that they actually had this conversation. At or Fox News. they did. No, because that, it, that's it can't, what the it crazy. Can't be because it, there's no way you can have that conversation and not be like, oh, we're the villains of this, like the the situation. Like we're gonna make immigrants look, you know, the, they're the problem. Like it, it sounded like somebody who's on the left talking about what they imagine life is like at Fox News. You know, it didn't yeah, sound like it that. was actually Fox News. Have you ever? Like think back to your younger days, right? When you were starting a new job, and they had somebody training you. Yeah, 
like another employee like mm-hmm. trains you on like day two or three or whatever yeah and they just give you like the worst fucking information ever yeah like, like if you worked at like a fast food place and it's like all right listen you don't even really worry about wearing gloves <laughs> like we don't do that here like the food is already contaminated yeah pick, <laughs> it's already <laughs> pick it up with your hands yeah. drop it in the fryer you know what i mean like yeah that bag over there, the stuff in that, that's the mac and cheese. This is obviously if you're working at Panera, right? <laughs> Yo, uh, can we stop for like 10 <laughs> did seconds? Did you hear about, about that scandal did, too? <laughs> How the fuck is that a scandal? Um, it, it, are we trying to delude ourselves into thinking that they actually made the fucking mac and cheese there? So is that he, what we're trying to do? Panera, and, and if you haven't, you know, if you're not up to speed on this whole scandal. So recently there's a young woman who made a video of herself preparing uh, a, a lunch meal at Panera and specifically showing how they make the mac and cheese, right? So the mac and cheese comes in like a frozen plastic bag. They dip the frozen plastic bag in boiling hot water. They cut it open. They put it in your bowl. And then here's, uh, you know, four ninety five. Yeah, uh, how are we, <laughs> how are we under any now, illusion that it was made any different than that? It is because Panera has created the illusion that they are like yeah. higher quality fast and food. And we all right? understand it's that like it's our illusion. food is fresh, our meat is fresh. <laughs> so yeah, I do expect that like if that they're I, making their mac and cheese there, that they may boil like a whole fucking tub of it, and, and it's like it, what I don't expect is that it comes in a frozen freezer plastic bag and they just dip the plastic again. In how hot did, you, water. did you? Okay, did you ex- think that they were actually making their mac and cheese there? I thought that you, you how did, they the, the, positioned the, themselves high, no, higher quality. You're, you're pivoting. Fast food is. I, you're pivoting from the question, but uh, well, I mean, first of all, no one yes. ever really gives thought to how they exactly. make it, right? Exactly. So that that's that's what my issue is. Is that but if you, if you no, tell me you, finish, if you tell me on, you finish. make better quality product than let those guys, finish. and I know those guys do the freezer bag pla- fair shit, let me. I'm expecting you not to do it. Fair enough. Fair fair enough. What you're mad at is the fact that you never actually took the time to stop and think about how they were making their food, right? But they never entered into some sort of contract with you like, no, we make this. Now, if they if they came out before and said, no, we make our mac and cheese in-house on location, and then this video comes out, okay, that's a scandal. If they never said anything to the sort, then what the fuck? You're just pissed that you thought it was like somehow somebody who's in the, oh, let me taste each batch to make sure yeah. everything's uh, good to now, go. I'm not pissed because I'll still go eat the shit. Yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah. The, what I was disappointed in was that, you know, whenever someone like this exposes a company, right, they get fired and no one really like cares to uh, support that person, right, who lost their job for kind of exposing something that needed to be exposed did this but really sure. even need to be exposed though like yeah is this something that was just like because now i'm gonna just get the bag of potato chips no instead I of the mac the, and cheese i think i mean not that i really ever got the mac and cheese there um but i mean it just changes absolutely yeah. nothing like well, i'm gonna get the sandwich and, and, in the soup and, and, and anybody, not the sandwich in the mac and, and anybody cheese. who's ever worked at any fast food place it's like it, with how much people order shit it's almost impossible like unless you're maybe chipotle right where you're you're like we can see you making this shit right there like i, I see you heating that steak up i see you you know uh, marinating the chicken like i can see that and i think that's why they have like kind of an open kitchen you know yeah. sort of uh policy is is that like they want you to know oh we're doing that shit all in house but unless i see this shit i'm just going to assume that it's being shipped from maine takes three days to get here and it's all frozen that's what i'm just going to assume and yes that's a fair assumption but again the most people don't give thought to like that exact process right now but if you as like a company as a restaurant if you position yourself as hey we make better quality higher it can be better quality but still be frozen though yes sure but you can't 
you blame yeah. the, the the consumer for thinking that no, they're, your they're shit not blaming anybody. Frozen. They're just trying to move right past this. They're like, yeah. huh? Says who? It just sucks what? that that What's girl got fired and lost her job. I, I mean, she might not that's, have got fired. Kinda, no, no, they fired her. No, no, I know they fired her. What I'm saying is like, they might not have well, What they're going to say is breach of like employment yeah. contract. And Either way, we spent like a good five minutes talking about this. Yeah. This has nothing to do with bombshell. Bombshell. <laughs> um, <laughs> well, this was kind of a bombshell. Yeah, I yeah, know, right. Uh, <laughs> in a manner of speaking. Um, but uh, we got a good look at everybody who's in this film. So we, we got to... Uh, who, I, who I was really... Who I, who I, what the <laughs> I don't know. I'm trying to speak really fast. Uh, who I was really... Uh, uh, it was funny to see was uh, Alana Ubak as uh, Janine Pirro because I, if there's anybody on Fox News that I loathe is Janine Pirro. She it, is the most just, it, it's almost like she's a parody of herself. You know what I mean? Is that the uh, shut up and dribble lady? No, that's Laura Ingram. Um, uh, although she most likely has said it at some point in time, Janine Pirro has said this, but she's like sort of like, a, she, I think she's like an ex-judge who speaks very deliberately uh, and then uh, my, my favorite thing that she's ever said was uh, when she was talking about uh, uh, Muslims, um, she was like, uh, you just have. All, and I think she was talking about Elon Omar or she, I don't know. I forget who she was talking about. She was like, you know, got all these Muslims with their hijabs. <laughs> it was fucking hilarious. Um, anyways, uh, I got we got a good uh, look at her. All right. Um, quick. Yes or no. Would you see this in theaters? No, because it seems like more of like kind of like a lifetime thing to me than a. Yeah, actual, right, I'm not like, seeing this in theaters. Yeah, yeah. Anyways, Fuck out of here. Yeah. Um, now, yeah, there are going to be a lot of white women in these movie theaters. Um, yeah, there will be. No, no, 100. No, no. Uh, I think people are going to definitely going to go watch this in theaters, especially with like the drama of it all. Try to see like sort of like, oh, what, what happened here? You know, especially when these women are still. They're still like alive. It's not yeah. like all of them are dead. I, obviously, Roger the Ailes is dead, but yeah. Um, what if you went to see this? theater this movie by yourself and you walked in and it's like 400 white women in the theater and just you you're um, by yourself yeah i mean i I guess uh you know that would be very interesting oh it's i mean it's a movie so the lights are going down you're everybody's just watching the screen i don't there's nothing happening i don't know dangerous territory all right as soon as you walk out she's like he touched me Now you're in fucking prison. Uh, shit. Yeah, I'm not seeing this in theaters. Fair enough. Fair That's enough. my biggest fear. All right. Uh, now, for reals, for reals, let's move on to what our first uh, story is here. And we have a one, um, Zoe Kravitz, who has now been cast as our Catwoman in the new Matt Reeves uh, Batman film. Um, let's get our quick thoughts on this because we're going to have to kind of blow through some of these since I got to be out here in a, in, in a few. So, I mean, I... I Honestly, I just don't care. Yeah. Right? They could have casted almost anybody. Yeah. And I, I really wouldn't have cared, but I am okay with this. I think this is a great casting, right? Um yeah. if it were uh, fucking Emma Stone or or Zoe's what's the name? Zadana. Salandana or whatever or <laughs> or fucking <laughs> Whoever, yeah, like uh, maybe not as thrilled, but I think Zoe Kravitz has like this. She already has this like weird, not weird personality, but like this, uh, eccentricity about her, right? Which is gonna lend a hand to this. Oh yeah, when your Catwoman dad's Lenny Kravitz and your mom's uh, uh, Lisa Lisa, Lisa what's her name Lisa, Lisa Benet Benet yeah. yeah yeah you 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 grow up in a very yeah. <laughs> 
eccentric environment, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, Which yeah. I, I think is going to lend a, a, a lot hand of hemp to that, playing this Catwoman yeah. character. Uh, I like it. Yeah, uh, it, it's cool casting. Also, I don't give a shit about any of this casting. No, nope. um, just fucking make the movie and then let me see it. Like, I, I don't, I don't. I guess maybe it's supposed to. It's used to like drudge up like excitement for the film. Yeah. But whatever just make the film i'll watch it whatever i'll watch it you have my ticket it's yeah. like <laughs> yeah, i don't need anything else if it was um, between her and brie larson you know i'm going zoe all day okay fair enough yeah uh your continual hate of uh white women in general but uh okay. i watched between two ferns hilarious right <laughs> and then the brie larson interview with uh zach galifianakis so yeah, it was yeah. just funny yeah um anyways uh but the, but then also with this we have uh paul dano now as uh he's been cast as the riddler yeah um cool casting but again uh, maybe even more than zoe kravitz i i don't care and i and i, and I love paul dano I, I loved him in um uh uh god what's the film that he's in um uh something soldier uh is an is an a24 movie it was uh, also starring daniel radcliffe um and I forget exactly what it's called. Um, uh, but then I, I love him in the film Ruby Sparks. I, that's actually one of my favorite films of all time. Um, uh, I, I, I love this thing that the things that Paul Dano does. Uh, I don't know if I love him in this casting because uh, uh, I remember watching what, what's the movie with uh, Tom Cruise and um, what's her name? Uh, Tom Cruise and uh, Cameron Diaz uh, is a day and night or some shit. Yes, he, he's in that. And. I don't necessarily I hated his character in it because he played this like disheveled sort of scientist geek kind of person. And I I think they made him more of a kind of a cartoonish in a little bit. Um, so I hope that's not what we get from his iteration of the Riddler. But also, again, I don't care. Just make the fucking movie. Yeah, I mean, out. he definitely has like he has really good range is what I'll say about him. You know, yeah. I remember him in 12 Years a Slave. He was in Loopers. Um, and he, and he what was that other movie he was in? prisoners with yeah, uh yeah, jake yeah, gyllenhaal yeah. and, and uh, uh hugh jackman yeah um he has range he's played like a lot of different characters and I, I do think because he has that like it's not like he's like you know ryan gossing where he's just like you know this very like attractive guy and who <laughs> wouldn't fit into this role <laughs> paul Jesus dano Christ. he looks like he could that play not like he's this other guy who's actually yeah. attractive <laughs> no, no no definitely not paul dano uh he he fits this role. Right. I, I like it. You know, yeah, I think yeah. he's gonna look uh, whatever the Riddler costume looks like. I think it's gonna lend lend to his um his his build and and just his look in general. Yeah. Now he's got. I'm gonna I'm gonna say this lightly. He's got big shoes to fill, and and Jim Carrey was the last person to no, play didn't. the Riddler. No, he didn't. Um, he didn't have big shoes to fill. That movie was an atrocity. It was offensive. It was. To everybody but, but Jim Carrey is like, if anybody was ever gonna play the Riddler, it'd be someone like Jim Carrey, someone who's uh, sure. like quirky and theatrical, right? Jim, Jim Carrey did do a fantastic job with that role, but it wasn't as if we. It was like a, uh, um, uh, like a fuck. What am I trying to say? I don't know. Joker. Who played the first Joker? Or uh, not the first Joker, but uh, in the Dark, Dark Knight. Uh, fucking. G- uh, fucking. <laughs> like Heath Ledger. Fucking, Heath Ledger. There you go. Fucking. Fucking. It wasn't like it was a performance like Heath Ledger's yeah. Joker, right? Where it's just like, oh my God, this is all time one of the best performances we've ever seen. No. It was like, it was just like, it was the right casting. It was like, yeah, who else are you going to get? But like, who else would play, like, for example, Mr. Freeze, right? I think if. if that character is going to be in this upcoming Batman movie. Yeah. Who the fuck is going to play Mr. Freeze after uh, Arnold, Arnold Schwarzenegger? I think anybody, because uh, again, Arnold was 
somehow even more more forgettable as, no, as see Freeze. no I everybody think freeze All right, Every, we, yeah that no. was good that was good arnold um but i i what i would like to see with this uh, particular joker um uh riddler character in paul dano is like a darker riddler not like a quirky theatrical clownish one but a yeah darker oh, more and like I, violent I think riddler. that's what that's what we want out of our and I, I think that's what we're, we're going to get out of this Paul Reese film. I think we're going to get uh, more of a, of a detective movie and something more grounded. And and they just watched, you know, what Joaquin Phoenix did with Joker yeah. uh, and how Todd Phillips was able to to shoot that film. So I think that they they, they they have to borrow a little bit of that realism in this new Batman film. Yeah. Um, all right, let's uh, let's let's kind of jump around here. We're not going to get to all these topics, but uh, but one, uh, let's talk about two more things. Uh, the first is I want to talk about uh, AMC coming up with their own um, movie service uh, or streaming service, rather. Um, and what's sort of uh, unique about it is uh, that you know, obviously it's a it's a theater chain who has its own streaming service, so it's almost self defeating in a way, um, but not really because you know if they have a bevy of movies that are sort of um at their disposal it's like okay well let's let's try to repurpose these let's try to get a little more money out of this uh than than we would have otherwise uh so so what they're doing is uh they're calling it AMC uh or AMC Theaters on demand uh will offer about 2000 uh movie titles from distributors large and small including releases from all major studios Lionsgate and Paramount at launch uh have added an incentive promising three additional movies to any customer who chooses one of the studio's films as their first rental or purchase um so I think this is a good idea by AMC, but what I want to, and this, they can in no way do this. Right? This is impossible for them to do because it would, it would bankrupt them immediately is, or not even bankrupt them, but be counterintuitive to what they're trying it, it to do. It would cannibalize their, their own business yeah, model. I want them to let me watch the movies that they have now in theaters in the comfort of my own home. Yeah. If they do that, I will, I will forever be in love with AMC. Yeah. Here's what I think they're going to do. I think they're going to shorten the window of time from which you can, you know, from which a movie's released in theaters to the point where you can watch it at home on your TV screen, right? Because right now it's like fucking four months you have to wait for a big screen movie release. Yeah, it's really it's very stupid. Yeah. yeah. So this is an opportunity to say, hey, like this this film has been in, but, but in theaters they, for four weeks. Yeah. Now you're going to be able to access it on AMC. They, on I, I would love to see them do that too, but I'm not sure if they can do that because I think that they... And if I am correct, you have to have the streaming rights to the film. So like, so for instance... Um, no, we live in a world where anything is possible. Okay? <laughs> Selena Gomez... <laughs> <laughs> is a top selling recording artist <laughs> okay and none of us know why or none how. of us know yeah. how why when there's no information here there's no paper trail yeah so if she can do it amc can do it yeah, fair enough um so this uh this service um uh i believe uh is going to be uh uh sort of hitting hitting waves i'm not exactly sure what they'll be hitting but <laughs> uh it'll be coming out um uh this year uh so within the next couple of months uh so let me read here the later is ifc films and uh will supply catalog 
uh, titles to AMC theaters on demand later this year and return uh, AMC theaters. Okay, so I yeah. don't know. And exactly. this is also really good for like movies releasing in select theaters. Like like we just talked about what was that mo- film we talked about earlier that's releasing in like oh uh, the girl uh, on the third floor. Yeah, or, girl on the third floor, right? Yeah, so like films like that. that who are showing in select theaters might be accessible on this uh, service. Uh, I like it. It's pretty cool. Yeah. I'm gonna need someone's login. I'm not gonna get oh, it myself. Yeah, 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 yeah. Fuck I, I that. Got Eighteen thousand different streaming, and plus I have. Oh, so so that's what they're doing. They're offering it to people who have uh, AMC uh, part of their movie stubs, whatever. Mm-hmm. So so as like I, I have a list. I get this for See, I was going to get the Regal one, like the Regal Cinema uh, Pass. Oh, yeah. Pass. This is another incentive to get uh, AMC. Damn, they yeah. just fucked over some money for Regal. Yeah, yeah. No, 100. Because I was literally going to I was gonna do it this week. Yeah, all those theaters that have their own. Wow. Yeah. Boss move. Boss move. Regal Cinemas yeah. doesn't have the pockets to nah, they, pull they this kind of move. Nah, yeah. Damn, so now I got to go AMC. Hey. Wow. That's, that's how you corner the market. That's a power play right there. That's how there. you corner the market. All right, let's uh, let's talk really quickly here about uh, just some things I had some feelings on. Um, let's talk about LeBron uh, real quick. Uh, just super LeBron quick. Two minutes, James. Two minutes on LeBron. Um, so uh, everybody knows what happened with China and uh, Hong Kong. We went through great lengths in our previous segment uh, last week that we talked about um, that whole situation. And then it comes out this week that LeBron... <clears throat> um, and, and the NBA's involvement with that. And then uh, it comes out this week that LeBron had comments about uh, Daryl Morey. Uh, and he basically says uh, he wasn't educated. Um, now, the problem with that is, is that as LeBron is making that statement that, you know, he says Daryl Morey shouldn't have spoke because he wasn't educated on the issue. And then they pressed him. Uh, I forget who the reporter was, but they, they pressed him about what he meant by that. And he was like, I just, from my own opinion, I believe he wasn't educated. So either LeBron A didn't know what the fuck was happening. Uh, and so he commented or he knew that they were going to fuck up his bag. So he's like, fuck you guys. You weren't educated to how much money I was going <laughs> to make. So you motherfuckers need to shut the fuck up. Um, here's my best interpretation of it. He was basically saying that Daryl Morey should have been more mindful because there were people, there are NBA players over in China when he made those comments and they could have been put in danger based on his comments. That's my best interpretation of what the fuck LeBron was saying. Outside of that, he sounds like a fucking idiot. And which is especially ironic because this comes off the heels of Laura Ingram saying, shut up and drill, right? And now that we have, uh, now that he made these comments, LeBron's like, I'm not speaking about this anymore, which is rich coming from the person who's like, I will not shut up and just dribble. I will be involved in all these issues. Um, and lo and behold, he gets involved in an issue, doesn't know what the fuck he's talking about, or it just says something reckless. Uh, and now he's like, uh, you know what? You're right. I'll just shut up and dribble. <laughs> no. And like, so after reading this article here a little bit more about what LeBron's comments were, I do think that he was saying hey there are nba players there are like you know americans or whatever in china right now right but in really quick yeah you're right with the exception that he said he wasn't educated now i've tried to rack my brain on what part i don't possibly have meant by that and the only thing i can think of is he's saying you're fucking out my bag you're not educated to how many zeros i got on the fucking line here or the nba has in general on this shit that's the only thing I can think of because I can't reconcile that with, oh, it, he has me with he's trying to keep, you know, you weren't thinking about, you know, the NBA players that were there, their families, uh, you know, 
you should have been more mindful with when yeah. you make those. Well, I mean, comments. there are a handful of phrases people use when they don't know what the fuck they're talking about, <laughs> and they want to fool you into thinking that you don't know, right? Yeah. They'll say something like, "Well, you're just not educated on the subject," uh, right? Yeah, yeah. Or uh, one that, like, you know, a few of my friends like to use when we're talking about basketball. Since I'm not a big basketball fan, but I do watch basketball, right? So they'll be like, "Oh, you don't know basketball," yeah. right? And it's like, okay, well, I've been watching it for. 15 years now <laughs> actively how long does it take to know basketball right yeah and then the and then obviously there are certain words that people use one of those words is ramifications right whenever anyone uses the word ramification to you in a sentence they don't yeah. know what the fuck they're talking no. about they're like well you know there's certain uh, like ramifications <laughs> that could you know maybe take place here no you don't know what the fuck you're yeah. talking about and that's what that's what lebron said right he was yeah. like uh you know uh what, what is the exact quote but at times there are ramifications for the negative that can happen when you're not thinking about others and you're only thinking about yourself. But still, even in that statement, I'm still with him. I still understand what he's saying. Yeah. yeah. As yeah, soon I get as he it. says the word you're not educated is when I'm like, you lost me. I don't know yeah. what the fuck he, you're talking He threw me off at ramifications yeah. and then you're not educated. That's when I was like, oh, fuck. Where, yeah. where are we where now? Are we? We're lost. <laughs> what are we doing? <laughs> <laughs> but again, I do understand what he was saying that he was thinking about the players that were in China, um, you know, members of the NBA that were in China, you know, not just athletes. Um, but LeBron is clearly uneducated in terms of everything that's going on between, you know, the People's Republic of but China. But that's just it. Le- LeBron is smart enough and savvy enough that I, I don't actually think that, that that's the case. I think he does know what's going on, which makes oh, it really mysterious why he said that statement. I Because he, he is a person, at least one of the NBA players that is knowledgeable and, and tries to be more socially conscious. Yeah. Uh, so I don't know. His, his, his words here make no sense to me. Uh, again, uh, I, I think that it, it's ironic that now he's just like uh, they, they asked him about it in other interviews. He's like, look, I already talked about that. Uh, yeah. I'm not now, granted, this was after a game, right? Yeah. So asking athletes about something like this, right? Something political, something like outside of the frame of the sport. Right. Especially after a game when you're like physically and mentally exhausted can kind of put them in a in, in a weird position. If you just finish playing an entire NBA game. Right. And then you get asked about, you know, the the turmoil in China. You're like, yo, uh, but he, he he had more than enough time. His ramifications. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, l- let's move on to one more thing. Um, but before we do, uh, I would like to do something real quick. <laughs> <laughs> great filler okay so um the last thing i, I do want to talk about here is uh let's see what is this no that is not the thing yes okay um the last thing i want to talk about real quick two minutes uh this whole gina rodriguez things um so uh, gina rodriguez she posted a video on her i guess instagram whatever of her singing a song while she's uh getting her hair done uh, she posted uh, i think it's the fujis uh i forget what song what song is that uh was uh, it like the ooh ready la or not la no, no, i think it's ready or ready not. or not ready yeah. or not yeah here i come um so in it she uses the n-word um and then uh she promptly uh, receives a tremendous amount of uh fucking backlash because of it everybody's like ah my hair is on fire i can no longer go to work because gina rodriguez used the n-word in you know her instagram story while she was singing a fuji song um so i'm gonna preface all of this with after watching the video i was like i kind of understand where people are coming from 
because it's <laughs> it's the actual lyrics that she does that are said that kind of I would think turn people off in terms of uh she i think the, the exact line was um these niggas give me heebie-jeebies right yeah um now here's where i stand i don't really give a shit if people are singing a song if they're singing a song if somebody put work out into the world i either buy that music or i've been a huge fan of that music for x amount of years i've been singing it my entire life and you want me to sit here and I fucking play around with like what words i can or can't say during the fucking song no yeah. motherfucker i appreciate your music so i'm, I'm gonna say fucker. your fucking lyrics <laughs> yeah, 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 you sound a real country, country right there for a <laughs> no motherfucker. motherfucker i sound like uh randy boss <laughs> yeah. yeah that dude sounds country he country as hell he's a country boy yeah um but it, it's simply preposterous for for people to be outraged by the fact that Gina Rodriguez, who's a, I believe she's a Latina woman. I don't know exactly where she's from. But uh, uh, we can lean towards it based off of the name yeah, Rodriguez. Yeah. <laughs> Gina. Put <laughs> two and two together. Yeah, yeah. She's of Latin descent. <laughs> um, <laughs> but it's 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 simple. And here's what I'll say to those people who are somehow outraged by this, right? Who are like, I can't, I can't sleep at night because fucking Gina Rodriguez. <laughs> if you're laying in bed like 2 a.m. I can't believe it. Gina Rodriguez. <laughs> <You> motherfucker. <laughs> um, if, 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 if that disturbs you to that degree, here's what I'll say to you. Grow up. You need to grow up. You need to find a fucking life. And, and, and here, maybe we're giving too much credence and maybe some of these media outlets are giving too much credence to Twitter people. It's just Twitter people. And and here's the mistake that I think Gina Rodriguez did. She she later apologized twice, right? She I think she had a video apology, but then also she had a, a written po- apology as well. Oh hell no. Um he, here's here's her mistake, right? Look, Trump's a fucking he's he's the worst, right? But you gotta learn at least one thing from Trump. If Trump were to Simply say this, never apologize. It would just if Trump were to be like, these never niggas give me heebie jeebies, like to be honest, I wouldn't be surprised because of all his history of racism. That'd be the most mildest thing <laughs> yes. that Trump did. <laughs> yes. All right, whatever. Yeah, that's the most mildest thing. What's going on with the foreign policy <laughs> right now? <laughs> but, um, but but I, I think that's the one thing that I can say is it's like, look, when something like this happens, you simply refuse to apologize. Like, especially when it's something that's like people are just overreacting. Like, you know, people are overreacting. Yeah. This. this is clearly an overreaction. Um, just don't fucking apologize. Because as soon as you apologize, the backlash will be even worse. Yeah. <laughs> when you apologize for something, particularly something like this, where you really didn't do anything wrong. And, and now I do believe that sometimes it's necessary to clarify, right? Sure. Clarification but is different from full-blown In, a, full blown in a situation like this, I, I, I would have preferred her not apologize because the reality of the situation is, right? Rap music is the most popular genre of music in the world, right? Yeah. Which you know, kind of puts people of other ethnicities in, in a interesting spot because they love the music. You know, if, you know, I'm obviously a black male, right? And I, I like fucking J. Cole as much as the next Korean guy may like J. Cole, right? Yeah. But if I'm listening to a J. Cole song... Nah, I gotta bleep it. And then also, too, we're acting like I'm not in my fucking living room seeing all the fucking lyrics. Like, are you telling me I'm I'm also censoring myself when I'm in the privacy of my own? Fuck yeah, you. No. <laughs> so, yeah, if I'm singing a J. Cole song and I'm using all of the words, right, I, c- I can't blame, you know, a Korean kid for being in his room or in his car 
using all of the words in the lyric, right? Because J. J. Cole put them there, right? Yeah. Those are the words of the song. And you're not singing it like um, sarcastically. You're not singing it like trying to make fun of you. Yeah, like that's you just those fuck with the are song. the words of yeah. the song. So I can't really be mad at someone now if they were to if they, like if they were to like only say certain parts or emphasize certain parts. Then we because might because yeah. they wanted to use the word in a, in a very like derogatory way. Sure, we yeah. might have and, a problem. And, and, and then and then this goes to the heart of the matter too. It's just like okay, like if if you if you want to be the music that everybody sings, everybody fucks around with, uh, maybe be more popular, conscious of the words you put then, in the music. And then right? that's the part of the problem, right? Like, it's just like now, if you want everybody to feel your fucking music and to be able to sing which, at, your, at your fucking concert, I was, I just told you I was at a concert and at certain points during that concert, they stop, you know, the, the, the instruments and they like just get the entire crowd to sing. It's like, I don't want to fucking be a white dude at a fucking Jay-Z fucking concert, stop all the track, and then him tell me to start singing the songs, and then I have to like be quiet when it comes to the word nigga. Like, yeah, come on, like, like if you're at <laughs> a tra- you if like, you're at a Travis concert, uh, uh, Travis, Travis Scott concert, yeah. right? Which these days it's ninety percent white kids, yeah, of course, yeah, right. Yeah. All of them are saying the n word whenever the lyrics yeah. come Fluently, up, too. and like <laughs> you, you can't go to that concert and be mad at them yeah. because again, these are the words of the song that Travis Scott created. And they're yeah. singing along. It's, it's bullshit. Um, yeah, so it really is. I keep wanting to call her America Ferrera, but yeah, she's yeah, clearly yeah, they they came up around the same two time. different people. Uh, <laughs> but uh, you know, you're you're good, little Gina Rodriguez. Do your thing, <laughs> little Gina Rodriguez. <laughs> I don't minimize her. Uh, just minimize her for no reason. Even though she's uh, far more successful than I. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> was there some hurt behind that? <laughs> it was. It probably was. <laughs> Pull up my bank statement. <laughs> <laughs> like, man, well, fuck it. That was racist. You're right. <laughs> you know what? Get her. <laughs> Yo, one day I do want to sick a mob of people on yeah. another person, like an innocent person. I'm just like, you know, I just look around, get him. And then the mob starts chasing this person. <laughs> And they were running down the alley. And they didn't do anything wrong. Like, <laughs> nothing at all. And we just beat him up like in the Joker and just kick him while he's on the ground. All right, ladies and gentlemen, uh, this has been fucking dope. Uh, appreciate you guys listening. Just like always, uh, if you uh, fuck with us this entire time, we appreciate it. Uh, but hit that like button, hit that subscribe button, also hit that share button, uh, and then comment, man. Uh, let us know what you guys think. Uh, t- talk to us. Let, let us know what, what you think about all these uh, these topics and all that good shit, isn't it? Um, I gotta get the fuck out of here. So uh, we're gonna go ahead and wrap this fucking show up, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. Uh, same time, same place next week. Although we post at really random time. So uh, until the next time, usual protocol. Fade out. Peace. Niggas give me heebie jeebies. <laughs> Get them! <'em. laughs>